Knock, knock. Who's there? Lemon juice? Brian discovered knock, knock jokes today. It is season... Five! Episode one of the Whales Are Whales Pod. Cast. Cast. Knock, knock. <laughs> Oh, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. Brian discovered knock, knock jokes today. And knock, I mean, knock. I just... I know, you, I know you live the very sheltered life, Brian, but I figured, you mm -hmm. know, knock, knock jokes might Wait, be Wait, camera, camera, stand aside. Stand aside. I got this. Okay, okay, okay. They were just a little too violent, you know? Knock, knock. It sounds like you're hitting someone. So Brian. A, yes. Knock it off. Knock, knock. No, it didn't work. No. <laughs> I tried to use counter humor. You did, but unfortunately, neither of you are funny, so I, I don't. So I just uh, they cancel uh, each other out. Who's <laughs> there? Whale, whale, who? Whale, look whale, who's here on the podcast? It's me, yep. Brian, and Cameron. You got it, Stephen. That's oh. what I was gonna do. I, the way you said that sentence, Stephen, I pictured it's me, Brian, and Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> I was very that, confused. That is what I heard as well. Are you I'm starting like, the bit where you're just, taking over as Brian, or yeah, sure. he's just taking my lines now. I'm not sure what bit we're doing, but yes, it is uh, me, Brian. It is him, Stephen, and it is other him, Cameron. Here on the pod cast, cast, and I just figured <clears> that it's a great time to record ep an episode when I have. Uh, have to navigate weird canker sores in my mouth, so that's a mm. great time to be host. Yeah. I told you just squeeze lime juice on them, dude. Lemon juice? Lime juice, specifically. Oh yeah, because then nothing else will seem painful in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you also, for your... Also, we did a really good job yeah. in keeping the tradition of having a really crappy opening of a podcast episode. Oh, it was episode. awful. Like, yeah. I think this is up there with some of our most dumb. Yeah. So, good job, I think, I think I did a good job. Yeah. You, I mean, you tried. You tried your best, mm -hmm. but we have Brian. But so. I, yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. seeking to not let you it's guys sort of get like, away with anything. Sort of like if you're out on the dance floor, but your partner mm -hmm. doesn't know how to dance, there's not a oh, whole yeah. lot you can do. <laughs> you're just stepping on your foot. You do that fancy twirl, and I'll just stomp on your toes. <laughs> yeah. That's onward. Um, anyway, hello, everyone. How are you, Steven? Good. Really? Like, honestly, right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm good right now. Oh, great. How about you, Cameron? Like I'm solid six right now. That's not bad. What no. would you say? Like, what what's going into that calculation when you consider the question? Like, what what jumps to mind? Like, well, what considered? I I'm a, not actually super tired right now. Um, mm -hmm. but I am having some weird issues with my sleep that I'm struggling with currently, and so I'm kind of yeah. like dreading that. Um, to, to mm. deal with it tonight. Uh -huh. um, like not being able to get to sleep. Is that the kind of problem? I I. Well, I think I weirdly kind of maybe have figured out the reason that I'm not sleeping super well ever. Really? Where I can go, really? to, go to sleep You're... at midnight and wake up at 8 in the morning and okay. be like, I'm super tired. And I can go to sleep mm -hmm. at midnight and wake up at Is it... noon and I can be like, I'm super tired. And there's like Is no... Is it your circadian rhythm? Um, that's a made up word, Brian. Um, Sorry. No, I think it's... I think it might have something to do with sleep apnea. Um oh whoa that would be a huge yeah that can totally uh remove your ability to sleep yeah because okay so i mean i don't do, do you want me to get into this i absolutely do i okay. don't really know what sleep apnea is so yes please get into it it is breathing right it is trouble it's breathing while sleeping correct so so i when i had an apple watch i wore it to sleep because it tracked my sleep patterns and what i would find is that i would sleep 
and then I would wake up a little bit, and then I would sleep, and then I'd wake up a little teeny bit, and then I would sleep hard, and then I would wake up out of the hard sleep, and I would continue to basically just have little teeny mini naps during my mm. sleep. Um, and I always just thought it was because I, uh, my body is dumb. Um, and so, mm -hmm. I. but then recently, I have been waking up a little teeny bit more, just enough to be conscious into those little points yeah. where I'm waking up. And what I'm noticing is, when I wake up, it's like my nose is stuffed, and I'm like, yeah, and I yep. like almost can't breathe, and I have to sit up, and I have to go, and my nose will clear. Um, yep. So, Stephen, what sleep apnea is, I'm not, I'm not sure the exact technical definition of it, but basically it's when you lay down and you go to sleep, your body... <clears throat> something happens and your body is is, is having trouble sleeping and having trouble breathing excuse me yeah. um and so it wait you wake yourself up because your body's going you can't breathe idiot yes uh, okay yep. right but yeah. then yep. but then as soon as you even wake up just a little teeny bit your body goes oh no we're actually right. fine it's fine and so yeah i've been waking up these past few nights weirdly randomly uh, waking up in the mornings actually and going kind of opening my eyes and then going <sighs> yeah i can't i actually can't catch my breath and i have to sit up and um so that's cool. That just means that it's more expensive garbage to have to deal with, if that is true. That's but that's it could mean fun. that you could get help for it, which is really neat. True, um, but it's a whole process. It's a it's a it whole is. process. It's, of it's sleep a huge thing. Studies. And uh, yeah, Abigail's dad actually has sleep apnea, um, but his is to the point where they he has like a machine that he uses. Right. Well, um, that's the only solution. Right. <laughs> is is yeah. a machine, unfortunately, um, that pumps air into you while you sleep. Yeah. Uh, CPAP, mm -hmm. I guess um and so that'll actually yeah uh make help you breathe because i think it could actually like it can cause serious problems if your body does not wake itself up um but that right. would probably be more high levels of sleep apnea yeah um, i'm assuming i would probably start snoring before i was able to not wake up and i don't i don't exactly. actually snore at all so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. yeah yeah if you're not snoring at all then yours is probably pretty light <clears throat> as sleep apnea goes but yeah. yeah. So that's that's that's, that's, that's interesting. One of the that's reasons that I'm encouraging and discouraging at the same time. How did you do that? <laughs> uh, that's just my life, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> my life is I think both... that might just be life in general. Oh shoot, you're right. Probably. I really like when you look at the risk factors for sleep apnea. It says sleep apnea can affect people regardless of sex, race, or age. However, risk factors include being male. <laughs> Crack me up as the first, uh, first uh, item on that list. It's a risky world. For us manly hey Cameron, folks. let's see which of these risk factors you have. Do you, are you obese? Uh, no. <laughs> Not are you I over 40? Am I what? Over 40. Uh, no, thank God. Do you have a large be neck honest. size? That I don't actually have any. I, thanks, Stephen. I will. Uh, that I yeah. don't really know. I don't know what's a good. Yeah, I don't think so. Neck Your neck doesn't seem. Well, like I know you're a big pain in the neck, so it must oh, be God. pretty big. <laughs> do you, do you have an enlarged tonsils or tongue? I don't think so. I've always said that about you. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a small jawbone? I don't know. Stephen These are all does, questions where, like, you have to be a doctor with an x-ray machine to know all this garbage. All right, do you have allergies? I know everything about my jawbone. <laughs> everything. Yeah, that's actually... Well, you bet you be... It's because a doctor told you, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, do you have allergies, Cameron? I mean, not typically, but okay. I feel like I've had allergies for the past couple of weeks. Um, but I don't think it's allergies. I think it's... Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Do you have a family history of sleep apnea? No. Mm, okay. Mm. 
Gotcha. Well, that's an interesting theory. Have you ever <clears throat> talked to any medical professional about that before? Uh, back when I lived in Kentucky, I was I, we were about to do a sleep study, um, and then we moved, so yeah. I didn't do that. And then uh, we just never got around to it again. And I've I didn't. Yeah. Well, I just I've managed to make my sleep borderline tolerable so i just mm -hmm. haven't bothered with it but now i'm curious yeah <clears throat> i didn't actually realize that you were waking up during sleep i thought it was all getting to sleep that affected you it is it's 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 weird it's like if i go to sleep when i'm tired like i'm just like yeah. oh, i'm kind of tired i think i'm just gonna go to bed it's like 10 o'clock i will th those are the nights i will typically wake up all the, all over the place and yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah but the nights where i'm like it's four in the morning and I've yeah. and I'm just sitting there in bed. I'm going, getting cereal <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Basically, yeah. um, those are the nights I sleep like a rock and don't wake up okay. until noon. But then I still feel tired because gotcha. I yeah. I might be waking up. I don't know, or I might just yeah, yeah, have yeah. been went to sleep too late. So <clears throat> right. So we've got um, how well you're sleeping. We've got energy level. Anything else go into factoring when I ask you if you're good? Um, I'm excited about playing Anduin. I, I really want to play some Anduin. Oh. There you go. Yes, you know? Anduin Rin in Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. He is He's a support. A Turns out That's they cool. are still making heroes for that game, which hey, is very hey, nice. Hey, Steven, Steven, you know, remember in the in the Warcraft trailer where Anduin does his big shield thingy over all the Alliance and revives yes. everybody? Yes. They have that ability in HOT. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so I'm that, that, that Is Sylvanas the... in uh, Heroes? Yes. Yeah. I forgot so yeah, you can that. do well, Sylvanas versus that's Anduin. Fun. Yeah, you can do mm -hmm. that. I, I'm pretty sure there's um, <clears throat> there's voice lines between certain characters because I yeah. I don't know the I don't know many of them, but I do know the one Anduin's trait is he he grabs somebody from afar and pulls them towards him like through the air and makes them unstoppable. So it's like if someone gets trapped uh, across enemy territory, he can go and grab them and save them. When he pulls Varian, he goes, "I've got you, father." It's really cool. Huh. That's fun. Yeah. How are you, Steven? Me? Yeah, like what goes into your calculation for being good? Um, do I have any chronic medical condition currently <laughs> making me bad? And do I, you? I, I guess you don't. At the moment, no. How's so your I'm, eating, Steven? Nice. I'm, oh, that's an interesting question. How's your stomach, like your stomach in general? Uh, that's another interesting question. I feel like my stomach is... A little better than usual. <laughs> that's good. But still up and down because that's how it that's how that's how it does. Mm -hmm. Um eating. I have worked my way up to soft foods. So I'm chewing Abigail made some banana muffins this evening and I ate those. Wait, I, hold on, hold 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 up. Are, you haven't what? been eating <laughs> solid foods? Uh, I apparently I need to update you on that, Cameron, since I got my jaw surgery. Uh-huh. Uh, liquid diet. Yes. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yep, is that just I because could... you can't put any force on your jaw? Correct. Or I oh. could break it and have to get surgery again. Good. Ooh. Eesh. Because, like, it has to, the muscles have to strengthen very, very slowly over a six-month period. Right. So I mean, it, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 It does make sense. Um, so the first month is a completely liquid diet. No chewing at all. I can only swallow. The second then, month yeah. was like chew things that basically fall apart or melt in your mouth automatically. The third month, which I'm just about through, has been like really soft things like very tender chicken or brownies or something. And I'm just about to move on to the fourth month, which will be like the soft part of pizza, like not the crust and like that kind of stuff. 
how, how have you been surviving? Um, generous Wonders. friends and family. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, you're not, like, doing something weird, like, blending meals up or anything, right? You're actually just uh, protein uh, stuff? Yeah, Cameron. I, I've been putting, literally just been putting enchiladas, beans, and rice in a blender and pressing go and eating it with a spoon. I, really? Really. <laughs> really. Oh, no, that sounds gross. <laughs> it's been fine i've actually been eating a more varied and healthy diet than I have in years <laughs> oh yeah it just sounds really gross i mean you yeah, can also do like pretty gross less but, gross um, stuff like split pea soup and you know you put like pumpkin bread in a blender it just turns into like pumpkin bread batter which is still really good <laughs> what's the liquid for that what, what makes it good milk uh, I would need to put in like a little bit of almond milk, but you'd almond be surprised milk. of how you can liquefy non-liquid things. Fair enough. I just the thought of it to me was like, I, we uh, what yeah. meal has happened recently, like Valentine's Day dinner or something, and it's like, all right, put the put the the <laughs> filet mignon and the wine and the and the the, the corn into the blender. <laughs> there we go. That's what yeah, I was pissing on my wine. face. That's the part that gets me about that particular <laughs> example. I, I get that reaction a lot. I think I'm I'm pretty pretty <coughs> darn it. I was talking so well, I just bit my lip. Oh um, no. Uh, I think I'm pretty tolerant uh when it comes to food. Mm -hmm. I'll eat pretty much anything, uh, as long as it won't hurt me. <laughs> that's that's interesting because I've gotten more and more picky over over into my adulthood with food mm. not that i don't like certain things but like for example this this afternoon before i went to my dentist appointment um the, i got some food from the cafeteria and it was it was a uh, roasted chicken on the bone like i got two drumsticks and some rice uh and i just I, I took a bite out of it and i was like man i just I don't want this. This this sucks. It, it does taste fine and nothing wrong with it. I'm hungry. It's like I really don't mm -hmm. want this. I just super don't care. And so mm. I went to town and bought something else, you know. Um interesting. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's I, I actually envy the ability to just eat whatever, Steven, because I wish I could. It's like some things just look I look at it and I go, I know I like those things, but man, they just don't look good right now. And I'm just straight huh. up not gonna eat it. So it, it's not even like a consistent, like, I suddenly hate cheese, but it's more like a just a finickiness of the moment of like, I feel like right now I want this particular thing. Ye but later you might be fine with roast chicken. Like, is that the kind of thing? Uh, uh, I, I think that sometimes, but like, for example, okay. roast chicken, I just, I don't like ch roasted chicken. I think it has very little uh. flavor. Like even yeah, you if really you have make to a, add it with herbs and I mean even such. even like if you get a a good roasted chicken or you make one yourself mm -hmm. and you, you spice it properly it's like the chicken meat yeah. still tastes like garbage it's like just tastes bland and horrible I love chicken chicken I, is I'm, like I'm my kind staple of, food kind of on board with Cameron we're just like mm. I'm never gonna get excited about just eating chicken oh well here's gosh, here's, you guys here's are a good out. no 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 Steve, uh, Brian Brian listen the difference is uh, like okay you take a steak right I hate steak sure I hate steak a lot. It's yeah. gross. It has flavorless. I have to just douse it in sauce, and then it's like cool. That's, even, what? I'm talking, I'm Steak talking is like, great. Listen to me. I'm, I'm okay. I have to douse it in sauce, even if it's a perfectly awesome steak cooked by like a professional. Gordon Ramsay okay. made the steak. I still hate it. You okay. take that steak. You is he it, swearing you go, at you for okay. putting sauce? If in Gordon Ramsay made the steak, the steak probably hates you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I probably hate myself for being in his presence. Um. Aww. But then you take that steak and you grind it up into ground beef and you put some seasonings directly on top of the stupid thing and you put, make a burger patty out of it. 
I'm down. You know, that's good because mm. I just it tastes meat tastes so bland if you just uh, eat it straight. I mean, it's subtle, but I don't like a well cooked chicken or a well cooked steak. I think is delicious. It's kind of like a glass of water. It's like. Yeah, water isn't lemonade, but it, there's something, sometimes there's nothing like water. Yeah, but you don't um, need a whole meal of water and be no, like, No, but that's why good. you have spices and, and things you don't to spice add water. with it. And, well, no, in, you don't. In general, the further you get away from the root um, form mm-hmm. of a meat, <laughs> the happier okay. I'm going to be. Well, yeah. I know so like, you, Mr. Vegetarian, are going to be against me on this. <laughs> but, hey, but here's the thing. Pork, I I, I love pork chops. Right. Pork chops are good. Um, mm. Like, you just give me a pork chop that's regularly seasoned like a pork chop, not even not even bread or anything. Yep. I'm just like, this is a good pork chop. Yeah. But, like, here's, a, the here's way, a steak, chicken flank, you know, whatever is gross. Just to let everyone know, it's stealth food time, where we chew the fat about edible things. We snuck it up on you folks. Um, today's we, discussion is just, meat. You can also just swallow the fat if you're not a you know up to the chewing. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You can blend the fat. True. You can just put the fat in the blender, and then uh, I definitely just... prefer my fat pureed. So, what do you think about like turkey, Cameron? Same as chicken? Yeah. Yep. Ham. Like, like thanks. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Like, honestly, so you're not a like, big fan of barbecue. Uh, nah, wait, no, describe, what do you, when you say barbecue, what do you like mean? Like barbecue, like they smoke you the meat and put it on your plate, nothing nah, fancy, nah, and then you can nah, put nah, it nah, in nah, sauces nah. if you want. That's good, because they smoked the meat, and it, it's, the okay. flavor has infused into the entirety of the meat, oh, and suddenly okay. it tastes good again. You're saying roasted is different than smoking, because smoking infuses it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And honestly, I like barbecue chicken, because it's completely slathered in barbecue sauce, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I was saying, yeah, if it's not like slathered, it's just the meat, but they've smoked it well yeah 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 no okay. i like smoked things because again i think the, mm-hmm. the flavor of the smokiness gets into the whole, whole the whole yeah. meat but i will agree uh, I, I mean it's kind of like when you talk about music where when you're like you want a you want a song that's really interesting and i feel like it whoa, sounds like it's yeah. kind of similar with food you're like i want flavor i want this to be interesting and i think we just have different thresholds for how much flavor is required to make something interesting i'm um, definitely and, not taking rapid and repeated trips down to flavor town you know i'm <laughs> okay guy I, i'm mr grape nuts over here <laughs> like oh no, yeah i'm sure those are great to eat in your current state i'm sure those are grape to eat in your current state ah, cameron made the pun yay go me <laughs> so proud of myself sorry it's steven so you had a point um but i i just don't particularly enjoy the taste of meat like to me the sure. meat is a necessary protein vessel <laughs> that is a good way to put it and yeah i'm not just gonna be like i get a thanksgiving okay. plate i mean it's gotta have that turkey on it but mm-hmm. i could just not eat the turkey the tur- like, turkey thanksgiving plate that's by far the least yeah. fun part <laughs> everything else about a turkey honestly i've actually I, my mom has stopped cooking mm. turkey um for thanksgiving she started cooking ham because i liked ham a little better than turkey ham is really good but um, i mean turkey i love fresh cranberry sauce oh yeah made from cranberries so you put that on turkey and i think that's amazing well Um, again yeah but that's that was my whole point is that i like it when you add things to meat Mm -hmm, sure dump a1 sauce all over a steak and suddenly it's real good you know yeah that's because the a1 tastes good like not because the meat Mm -hmm. tastes good (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i'm both with you and not it's kind of like fries like yes fries are better with a good sauce but i also just like the simplicity of a potato with Mm -hmm. salt on it like that's also good I think so, I, I agree with you. I think the distinction I'm going to make is that doesn't work for me as well with meat. So mm, I, I, okay. I get what you're where you're coming from, but yeah, my taste buds sure. are not super into into meat. It's a little okay. 
And the, the problem yeah. with all that is that it's it what what that what that has translated into in my day to day eating pickiness. life is what is pickiness. Well, sort of, but it's more like uh-huh. into processed foods because yeah, I was about to say mm-hmm. that's where it's going to take you because they give you the salt and the fat and the flavor all baked in. Yes, correct. And you can't get what I want out of food, which what I mm-hmm. want to do is just eat the sides of a turkey plate. Yeah, um, yeah. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, green bean casserole. Yep. But what mm-hmm. I have to have is some protein somewhere. And so mm-hmm. I have to go for the pre-made frozen garbage, and that's basically what I live yeah. off of. And uh, that's that's rough. That'll leave me feeling pretty bad after a while. The good news is I I've gained weight. The bad news is I'm sure it's fat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. It literally, uh, has been to working be. out. Yeah, yeah. No, Cameron, I've been working out. It will be. Fat. I've been um, over the course of since my surgery, I've been really careful not to lose weight. So I've been like trying to have like three thousand calories every day. Woo! And yep. I wasn't really being too particular about where that came from. Most of it was, you know, healthy <laughs> stuff. But, you know, like coconut milk just has a bunch of pure fat in it. Well, and, well let mm-hmm. me just say that it's going to be very hard to get 3,000 calories out of healthy stuff. <laughs> yes. Avocados. That is very true. I yeah, mean, peanut butter. Yes, avocados every single day without fail for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I started to gain just a little bit of just a little bit of weight trying as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. it's and so hard I, the story it, is funny every tiny like scrap of it went directly to my stomach and no <laughs> nowhere else i'm like come on arms oh, yeah. just a little bit legs uh chest come on like give me some i'll take ankles yep <laughs> well i think you, you don't work out do you steven or do you i well i wasn't during that period thank goodness i am mm-hmm. again Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, you've really got to do it while you're consuming those calories. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, gaining weight is really frustrating because it's like, it's not only do you have to eat extra, but then you also have to be working out on top of that, unless you just want fat, in which case. I mean, I'll take anything at this out. point, to be completely honest. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, if you're you. unhealthily underweight, don't worry about gaining some fat. Like, that's fine. I could probably <laughs> use some fat. Although, Stephen, I will admit that most of my mind has gone to my stomach as well. So, yeah. my arms are still super st- sticky, scrawny, and then it's like, oh, cool. And I just have like 10 extra pounds on my <laughs> yeah, stomach. Somehow, yeah, somehow I'm worse. <laughs> how, <laughs> how is that even possible? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> uh, oh, man. That's uh, really funny. So, yeah, that, that's interesting about the food problem, though, is, yeah, especially if you're you're really wanting that flavor, it's it's hard to get that. And, and especially since I mentioned you didn't want to cook a lot. Yeah. Now, I am lucky in the sense that my mom is the yeah. world's greatest cook. She can mm-hmm. add flavor to anything. There's very rarely a time where I go over to her house and it's like, man, I don't want this food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she can she could literally take a piece of raw tofu and go ba boom ba boom ba and it suddenly it's like it's the, just like Breath of the Wild. The greatest um, and suddenly it's the greatest tasting thing in the entire world. So yeah. no, I'm pretty lucky. I mean, sense. it's the exact same thing going over to my dad's yes. every week. I was going to say, he's like, I yep. think your dad fed us a steak, right? Uh, yep. 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 That yep. was pretty dang good steak. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, no, I just made something simple the crock pot. I'm like, why is this better than anything I cook ever? <laughs> <laughs> just okay. made something. My mom does the same well, thing. Well, I mean, what I know. our dad will do is like, I, yeah, I'm just keeping it pretty simple this time. I just made some roast chicken, made some roast vegetables to go along with it, made my own cream sauce, of course. Set of lime cream sauce. <laughs> also, I decided I might as well like work on this new little, uh, you know, maybe just throw some corn on the barbecue and like yeah. get some roasted corn. And then on the I made some coleslaw and there's yeah, a homemade raspberry pie. And you know, just in case someone wanted barbecue chicken instead, I made that as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was perfect, except I think you need to go a little bit lower and a little bit less interested in what you're, he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> because he's so darn good at it. Yeah, yeah. Indy. So, uh, man, I, I think I've officially lost a trail of where that all came from. Um, Steve, uh, oh. uh, Brian, Brian, how are you? Yeah, dude? how are you doing? Like, oh. what's your number? What's my, ooh, like a one What's to your 10? sleep did you, number? Did you give us one of the, ha ha, it's 50. Um, did you give us a number, Steven? Oh, no, but I'm going to give it an eight right now. All right. I think I'd also give it an eight. It's been a day of like, I don't know if this has been affecting you, Stephen. I don't know if it's like the air or something, but I just super foggy today. I just woke um, up that way. Yeah. Yeah. I just woke up like, oh, man, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like there's this weird like fog veil between me and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good day because I'm like, okay, I feel bad, but I will continue doing things. So it's sure. not like I went super fast or was crazy productive or anything, but I, I kept going and I had a, a very good day. So um, I felt bad, went back to bed. Yeah. Smart. Then got yeah. up and felt better. Smart. Yeah, so that's that the other helps. way to deal with it. But I got lots of sleep. I got like nine hours of sleep. So I didn't really need that. Right. Um, but that I is a good alternative for sure. Did too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would have helped, more. honestly. <laughs> But yeah, it wasn't a crazy day. I had the midday shift today, so I was out doing visits. I actually got barbecue for lunch at a local barbecue place uh, here. Nice. And, where? where? Uh, Spring Creek. It's down on 99. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. How's it's that? It's really good. Uh, great. I got roast turkey. Um, and so that's why you're so defensive about the meat. That's why I'm so defensive. I'm like, this is good, okay? I really wanted brisket, but I'm like, eh, I need more protein than fat, so I'll get the turkey. Um, but that was good. And what's amazing there is their bread is phenomenal uh it actually comes with like this it's like this golden little mini loaf of bread and it's like buttery and soft and flavorful and it's just so good it's like exactly the type of bread you yes but did they grow their own wheat and mill the grains themselves i checked um and they told me to get out of the kitchen yeah (laughs) you they wouldn't Um, last in portland (laughs) oh god but it was really good bread, and the great thing is a roll of it came with the lunch, but then while I was eating, someone came up to me with a basket of bread and said, do you want bread? And I looked down at my plate, and I'm like, sure. And it just gave me a second roll on top of the first one. <laughs> was like, it, was it, okay, quick question, no. was yeah. it our father? No. <laughs> no, it was not. Our was father who art in heaven. Uh, hallowed be thy bread. <laughs> I mean, it is the bread of life, so. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, Brian, Brian, did you yeah. go to lunch uh, by yourself or with Abigail? Yeah, just on my own. I was okay. at dude visits and I had some time, so I just uh, that, Do you guys typically, like, so if you're, if you're just going about your day and you realize, mm-hmm. I'm hungry and I don't, I need food, mm-hmm. and, uh, or if you're like me, it's five o'clock and you go, crap, I didn't eat today, I gotta do something. Yes. Um, do you typically get some food and head home and, and munch on it there? Or do you sit down at a restaurant and, and, and eat, eat there at the restaurant? Uh, it all depends on my proximity to the house of what my route is and what I have coming up. So, like, for example, I, I tend to plan my days like, okay, I have a couple of visits to do. I need to work out. I'm going to grocery shop. I'm not going to be home for a while. I will eat something at a restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm at my house, I will eat a sandwich there. If I'm near my house, I'll probably drop by and eat a sandwich there. So mm-hmm. it, it just depends what my access is to my kitchen. At the gotcha. time. But I'm out often enough that I tend to eat out three times a week. It kind of depends if the restaurant has a food processor <laughs> and is willing to use it. All right, Stephen, let, let me rephrase the question. All what I said three months ago, four months yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, usually I don't eat out at all, but if I hmm. do, uh, I'll probably like grab it and come back home. It's usually yeah. like, I'll usually only do that because I just bring snacks with me in the car. Oh, that, so, that is smart too. I always have snacks in the car, so that's not really an yeah. issue. So I usually, really like uh huh. 
when that happens, it'll be like, okay, I didn't have time to cook dinner, so I'm just going to go to Chipotle and bring something mm-hmm. home. I really like the experience of eating out and the variety of going to different places. I mean, it's, I mean, I just love that places like Zoe's and Chipotle and stuff have opened up, which is like good, interesting food that you mm-hmm. also get quickly and don't have to tip for, like, and do a whole sit down thing for. Like, that has been the saving grace of eating out. Um, yeah, definitely. But I like it. And so, like, if I'm like, know that I'm going to be out over lunchtime and I'm going to get hungry, I kind of plan into my day and it's something to look forward to. Of like, yeah. all right, around one, I get my lunch break and I get to go somewhere interesting and get to go to, you know, get some great food. So, hmm. yeah. Right, you, Cameron. Uh, I hate people, so I typically mm. go home and do everything. I, it's gotten to the point where the, the one, uh, the one uh, fast food place near me, which is Burger mm-hmm. King, um, yeah. Because you know I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, the, yeah, the drive, that would also make it less good. It does. Um, but even then, it's like the the, the one place I go to through the drive through. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. the lady there has, has started to recognize me, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, and she she and she's very talkative, very no, talkative. And so she will yeah. literally talk to me through the window of the drive through while I'm getting my food, and I'm like, I can't come to this mm. Burger King anymore. I, I can't do yeah. it. I can't talk to this human being to get my food. I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna literally die. Yeah, I can't eat my and food. I assume they don't have like curbside ordering or anything. No, unfortunately. Yeah. What, so, about, yeah, what about? What I mean, about? It, it, it does probably help for me that like the area I live in, like every corner has a billion restaurants. Right. Yeah. So like there's so many uh, that I switch it up that no one's ever going to recognize me because <laughs> I'm never going to be consistent enough yep. going to one place. Um, it's the so, biggest yeah. small town or the smallest it's, big town. <laughs> and it's, it's getting more developed like down near 99 and everything. It's just so many more places are, are popping up. You know, so. speaking of that, guys, mm-hmm. I brought a little thing I like to call a segment. Oh, God. Really? Yes. I don't know if it's going to be good or not, but it was a funny thing I noticed the other day, so I'm going to try to turn it into a segment. All right. Warcraft or the Woodlands? Oh, gosh. Because I can't can't participate in this, though. Yes. Sure you can, Cameron. In fact, I'm counting on you, too. You see, as as I... explore more and more of the woodlands which is where we live please don't track our house down unless we ask you to um hey guys i would really like you to track down steven and brian's house oh dang it i shouldn't have phrased like uh, i've started to notice that I'll, i couldn't distinguish between the whimsical names that they give streets in this city and the fictitious uh zones of world of warcraft so okay. I'm curious to see Cameron, specifically you, like Brian, I'm thinking maybe you could be like backup, like let Cameron I mean, guess first. I'm going to know if it's a zone in World of Warcraft. Well, there, some of them are pretty obscure. Okay. Uh, um, I did just play like a literal crap ton of Warcraft about seven months ago, but Okay, well, well then you'll I'm have curious. a fighting chance, but there's yeah. a lot, and I know you don't know any street names here, so I'm just right. curious going by feel, if you can figure out okay. whether it's from Warcraft okay. or from... The woodlands. Okay. All right. Okay. Wait, can you give one. me a couple of real areas of the woodlands first? Just so I have a taste of kind of what they're, what, what kind of names. I, I would start naming them, but I don't know if they're on your list, Stephen. Uh, so maybe you Sure. Can. There's things like, um, uh, Hollymead. Autumn Crest. Okay. Uh, Gallant Oak. Okay. <laughs> you kind of get yeah. the idea. Okay. It, almost all of it has to do with some type of plant. But yeah, mm, well, we'll see. Um, okay. okay, so the first one is uh-huh. Mist Flower. 
That's uh, that's Woodlands. You agree, Ryan? I actually thought you might have been Warcraft. But granted, Cameron has collected every herb in World Wait, of Warcraft. Wait, hold on. You say zones in oh, World of Warcraft. Okay. We're talking about map segments in Warcraft, I should be a right? little more specific. This is like a location. Oh. It, so it could be a town. It could be a leveling okay. zone. It could gotcha. be whatever. So it's whatever. not necessarily like on the map and as a leveling zone. It in, might be in like some in. cases, uh, yes, that is correct. Okay. And in some cases, Mist I've flower. removed like street, circle, boulevard, you know, that kind okay, of stuff. So, Mistflower, I'm going to go Woodlands. I have Woodlands, yeah. You guys are right. That is a Woodlands location. Okay. Yep. How about. It's a, it's a little too not uh, creative yeah, enough epic. for World yeah, of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about um, Mystic Lake? Ooh. That's Myst- oh. got to be wow. I mean, I'm going to go Woodlands. Brian's right. That is the Woodlands. Okay. Yeah. I and it's also probably too, too generic for World of Warcraft. Not thinking yeah, about exactly. it too. Yeah, exactly. How about... Um, and Brian, I know you know some of these. So if you absolutely okay. know it, maybe don't okay. say it. Okay. Um, how about Hearth Glen? Uh, is this the trick one, I wonder? Uh, I'll just always let Cameron answer first. Yeah, yeah. Hearth Glen. <sighs> Hearth Glen. Um, I'm gonna go with Wow on this one. You're right. Go Hearth Glen is from Wow. Yeah. Okay. How about? I was actually gonna go oh. Woodlands. You didn't oh, give sorry. me a chance. You to were answer. supposed to guess. <laughs> right. yeah. Sorry. For some okay. reason, I thought I remember seeing a place called Hearth Glen. But hey. Um. All right. How about Hearthshire? Oh, that sounds even more like Wow than the previous one did. So I'm gonna say it's Woodlands. Me too. You're correct. That is a yeah. place in the Woodlands that you yeah. really tricky. Uh, okay, Stormwood. <laughs> that's wow. Uh, I'm gonna say that's Woodlands. That is the Woodlands. Get out of here! There's a place called. Wait, oh wait, it's called Stormwind. Storm <laughs> well, I know it's Stormwind, but I just yeah. figured maybe some outskirts yep. of Stormwind is Stormwood yep. or something. Yep. Good grief. Okay, <laughs> how about um, Sunnyglade? Hey, Klua, could you not like maybe climb up the the the? Hold on. Cat, sure. get down. Bad, horrible. Bad cat. Sunny Glade? Sunny Glade. All one Clua word. Wants to say hi, guys. Clue wants to say hi. Hi, Clue! Hold on. Let me see if I can make her squeak. I don't think she likes me. No, she hates everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not going to squeak, really? So she's mostly saying, I am happy you're not here. Yeah. She's not, <laughs> okay. she's not talking, though, because she's a horrible cat. Go play in traffic. Oh, God. Okay. Say the thing again. Sunny Glade. Wow. <laughs> Uh, woodlands it's actually wow <laughs> what where i i don't know actually that one's i've never been to okay okay let's do, let's do a few more um how about fallshire fallshire well the first thing i thought of was falstead so i'm gonna go wow <laughs> terrible <laughs> logic but brian do you agree with that uh say it again fallshire I'm gonna say Woodlands. It is the Woodlands. Dang I've it. actually been to Fallshire. Okay. Silvermoon. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, that is that is the capital of the Blood I Elves. spent like <laughs> three hundred hours in Silvermoon. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a tough one, guys. Uh Zulgurib. <laughs> 
Well, there could I remember be a, that. There could kind of be an bad, interdimensional hell area in the that's woodlands. That's a bad neighborhood in the woodlands. It's we we, we, we and... hunted around in Zulgurim for a while, but our realtor kind of scared us there. off. Yeah. No, that's wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is wow. How about Dragonwood? Dang. Oh, shoot. Man, if I don't you, think they'd name something dragon in the woodlands. I don't either, but... Right? Man... But that seems... I'm gonna go wow, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I'm gonna go wow. Nah, it's the woodlands. Seriously? <laughs> There's a dragon wood? We live in a ridiculous part of the country. It's <laughs> so weird. That's very weird. I want to live on dragon wood. <laughs> <laughs> How about pyre wood? Well, now it's gotta be wow, right? That's wow. Yeah, that's wow. <laughs> <laughs> I only okay. got any of those out of, like, like circumstances. Now, what about... Man. Summer storm. Well, they had a storm one earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go woodlands. Summer storm. Yeah, woodlands. That is the woodlands. Oh, nice. All job. right, we're getting this. We're doing pretty well. I think we're above fifty percent. I don't think I am. You probably uh, are. Okay. Well, how about Rainbow Bridge? That's Mario Kart, Stephen. <laughs> woodlands. Yeah, probably yeah, it's the woodlands. It is. Now, one of my absolute favorites, shiny rock, all one word. Oh, gosh. Woodlands. Wow. No, it's the woodlands. Dang. Yay. How well, about- Well, you, you live in a very weird area, honestly. That's- Wait, we really are there do. more? You have oh, so many. Oh, I'm just going to do a few more. I have a ton oh my- of them. Oh, my god! And I found them all in like 10 minutes. It was great. This is insane. Okay, I'm just going to do right, my favorites three more. Now. Three more. Yeah, that's exactly how many I wanted to do. Okay. Okay. Um, a thousand needles. Thousand needles. So that could be either a really horrible place in WoW, like the horrid area, or it could be pine needles in the woodlands. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of pine trees. I'm going to go with woodlands, weirdly. I'm going to go WoW. Yeah, because Brian knows that one. Thousand needles uh, yeah. is definitely in WoW. Now, yeah. um, uh, crisp morning. That's Woodlands. Woodlands. <laughs> There's a street called Crisp Morning. Hello, I live in 25 Crisp Morning. <laughs> it's hard to say. Crisp it's like they're morning. Crisp, mor- crisp Morning. Crisp, crisp Morning. Crisp Morning. Crisp Morning. Yeah. Crisp Morning. Yeah. Crisp Morning, everybody. Hello, my name is Crisp Morning. All right, yeah. last one. Duskwood. Okay. Oh. Duskwood. Uh, wow. Wow. That's my absolute favorite. It is both. <laughs> Ah, oh. that's right. I remember Duskwood. <laughs> nice. All right. Where is Duskwood? In WoW. That's right south of Elwyn, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. You cross oh, the man. river and you come into the haunted Duskwood. Wow's kind of awesome, right? I wish. Uh, I wish WoW was fun. Yeah. yeah. Me too. I yeah. Me too. But you know what was fun, guys? What? Avengers Endgame. Nice segue. Thank you. So, I don't even think I have any clue as to what you guys think about this movie literally at all yeah we haven't said a single word to you like, about literally, it literally you wouldn't even i actually asked you like four times throughout conversations in our text so, and you never responded to me so ever. through 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 weirdness well I, I, you're right cameron i'm kind of mean i think i just <laughs> said that wait for steven to see it that's all i told you uh through weirdness i saw it with abigail one day and then with steven the next day so i saw it twice you watched it again two days in a row Yes, oh. um, but after the first time, I will say my strongest impression coming out of that movie was I don't think I've ever left a movie more certain that Steven would like it. 
than Endgame. <laughs> I'm like, there is no Even chance. Even when we walked out of the Lego movie? I'm saying something I saw without you. Oh, okay. Like, or like a piece of media. Like, I, I like I've told you, Stephen. Sentence. I'm not positive how to predict. Oh, and by the way, I, I didn't mean we walked out in the middle of the Lego Movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean we watched the whole right. Thing. But continue. After watching this movie, I'm like, there's no way Stephen is not going to love this. Um, it's just exactly what he would want from the end of the Avengers. That being mm-hmm. said, it was also basically exactly what I wanted, and I knew, like, I had an inkling that I would love it, Cameron, when you told me why you didn't like it. Because mm-hmm. I know how our our tastes are slightly different. And you're like, it wasn't bombastic enough. And there wasn't enough crazy God fighting God. Like, they didn't amp up the action from Infinity War. Basically, no. Infinity War is the action movie. And Endgame was the character drama. Movie. Yeah. And, like, they split it out that way. And I can see that it would be disappointing for people. Because the second part is supposed to ramp things up from the first part. Yeah. Um, that's not how this went. You would think it would be slow for the first part. And then the second part would all be action. But they yeah. did it in the reverse order. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm like Infinity yes. War was already kind of crazy action. Like if Endgame is just more action, I'm not not sure I'm going to be interested in that. Do you and know then what I started it's watching kind of this like? Movie. Do you mm-hmm. know what it's kind of like? It's sort of like when people read the Lord of the Rings books and find out that the battle of like Minas Tirith and the Black Gate are right before everyone walks back home to the Shire. <laughs> like <laughs> kind the, of the second yeah. half of that. Like the action does not conclude the story. Yeah, it happens at the beginning. So, or or I, I think a better way to put that would be you have the crazy Minas Terror thing and then you have this long section of Frodo and Sam just walking, like in the book. And oh, then just sure. walking to Mordor. And so it's like really just intense zoomed in character drama that were, because I was talking to Steven about it and I'm like, there was basically no action that lasted more than 120 seconds for mm-hmm. the first two hours of the movie. Like, yes none <laughs> yeah none and i don't think that's ever happened in a marvel movie before well um, no I, I i full props for the movie in general like yeah the movies i would i would wager is about as close to a masterpiece as the marvel movies are ever gonna get yeah um like by far like like yeah my previous favorite movie was like avengers and yeah and, and ultron basically those yep. were my Same two here. movies and then this one is like just way 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 better than those movies like way better yeah um because they like, actually yeah it's actually a, a, a it's really hard to describe but remember when we talked about like the marvel movies feel like like cheetos like just eating really garbagey really quick and yeah. it's like th- that might be really really good cheetos but they're still cheetos meanwhile a real yeah. movie like blade runner is like you know flaming yeah. young things like that um yeah. it always comes back to food <laughs> and, i know and the game is <laughs> Endgame is the filet mignon of of the of the Marvel. I don't know how they manage it. Um, it's it, uh, unbelievable in terms of pr- of production and uh, yeah. logistics. Oh my god! Yeah. I couldn't imagine. How is the story so complex? It's so easy to follow at the same time. I'm just like I don't get it. Yeah, I actually, man. Okay, so uh, go ahead, I, Stephen. I haven't heard much of what what your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your thoughts. It, I, I I guess it's like a tribute to how colossal and final and i guess like i said logistically insane this movie is i'm almost intimidated to start talking about it but then be very be very broad you don't have to tell us a specific scene you like or anything just you can be broad it so i loved it i agree it's top three for sure i don't know if i like it more than the joss whedon movies but they're up there with them which is right. a pretty big no, no hold on me. before you continue just just know i said the job i said this one's better than a better movie than the other two i didn't say i liked it better just be aware. Oh, right. okay sure, right. sure sure yeah 
it I like better it like, put as much as them, and I I think it it could it's probably definitely better than Ultron. <laughs> I'll say that. Though I don't know if I like it more. But um I I'm in I guess the, my my broad thought on the movie is it's brilliant. I loved it. I am in awe of the fact that they they did justice to this story that has been raging for 10 years. I know. And sitting in that theater looking at them like traveling back in time to the first Avengers. Oh, but spoilers by the way. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah, I'll put it in yeah, the notes. that's a good point. I will actually put that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like when you say, what did you think of Endgame now? Sort of. Implied, yeah, but, but that's um, fair. People it, are being just, very respectful about spoilers in this That's media, true. We should that. be as well. We should be as well. Um, yes, but when they did the spoilery thing of traveling back in time to the first Avengers, it really hit me in the theater how long these characters have stuck with me. Yeah. And they actually aged. And like, I'm a completely different person than when I first started watching these movies. Yeah. And now the story arc has been concluded. And I'm just... I can't believe that they did every single character justice. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm pretty picky about this kind of stuff. Like, I I don't like to think that I go into a movie and pick it apart and complain, but I almost mm-hmm. always am interested to talk about the facets that I think could have been improved or how I would have done it if I was writing the script or or where things got tangled up. I have very little to, to like, poke at this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I am so happy with every single character arc and i teared up like four times in the theater Mm -hmm. i liked it a lot there was i I basically from the moment he said i am iron man i was basically blowing oh my gosh yeah and and it just things would keep like i would almost i would almost be able to recompose myself and something else would happen i'd go Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm sitting next to you know random strangers and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> come down my it nose was, throat, it was nose really interesting when i was watching the theater the second time that was the one part of the movie where i heard audible sniffs like at many places in the, <laughs> the, the whole the whole funeral honestly i was hearing yeah. people just <laughs> yeah. in the back and i'm like Man, this is ridiculous what's going on this is a and, and I, I do want you to know cameron that when like it was that zoom in on his face and they held the, there for so long where he's like i am iron man yeah it was i just thing- thought cameron <laughs> yay i know I that's the cameron that. quote i thought the same thing actually that was so clever they had they had a like thanos had said i am inevitable like three times in that movie because he said it they watched a memory of it they said it again so they they had set that up over and over again as that is the quote and then to have him twist it like that for basically the first famous quote that marvel ever made uh-huh. that was brilliant like there were little moves like that that were just they were the like, movie was full yeah. of them all yeah. over the place mm-hmm. just like, like oh my really god clever. that thing that's amazing oh my god that thing's insane oh my god just like clever moments literally top to bottom it was filled yeah. with like yeah. i can't believe they figured yeah. out how to put that in there without it, it feeling forced you know i was yeah. i was thinking about that because i tend to be pretty sensitive to something like if something feels like fan service yes that's why i couldn't really get into the new star wars reboot but well that those just suck i mean well that's also no, the first movie was was fine <laughs> nope uh it was it was totally fine a lot of people love it but you know we're all wrong <laughs> Karen, <laughs> I need to finish my point. The Sorry. point is that the first Star Wars movie reboot movie is a horrible train wreck, and no one loves it. <laughs> there um, you go. Good point. But also that I was trying to figure out why is this not 
like triggering the fan service um like alarms in my head like <laughs> the characters literally traveled back to uh, all the old movies <laughs> and made mm-hmm. references to them and like everyone got their their cliched moment but i think it's because it wasn't aiming for fan service i think it was aiming for closure i think it was yeah. trying to yep it wasn't like trying to cash in on these things so you'll keep going to the movies they're saying no we're fine we're giving it its due we're giving it its rest like all of the old characters that we've been following for years are either retiring or dying and yeah this is they earned it like they <laughs> earned it they went through the, the five years of hell and all like fell apart and had to deal with their grief and with their character flaws and with their character strengths and they earned the rest and i think that's why it was so emotional and felt you know not cheap and yeah. i think they really i think it, it also probably helped that it not felt cheap by the fact that they spent so much time in the previous movies building these characters Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i think it's the entire reason why the dc universe exploded is because dc was like uh, 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 superman movie go uh wonder woman movie go uh 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 uh, what's the stupid justice league yay meanwhile marvel is like okay we're gonna do seven hundred thousand movies and we're gonna build (laughs) up each characters individually the the, the, mm-hmm. the 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 little cockroach on the ground over there he's getting his own movie too because we want everything to matter and so hey the name is ant-man thank <laughs> you very much <laughs> I, I was gonna say the little ant actually and then i was like i can't yeah. say that and then so when you w- with so much care and love put into all these movies these characters over the course of all these movies i think i don't think they could have done fan service that felt fan servicey because they They've developed these characters to a point where mm-hmm. if they're doing these actions, it's not fan service. You're right. It's yeah, yeah. They're, they're just being well, true to their characters. Yeah, I think Steven also made a really good point that the actors embody the characters so much at this point that, like, mm-hmm. I feel like the actors almost can make the character the character. Like, I, it was a great script as well. But it yeah. just, like you said, Cameron, there's so much of the character that if you try to make mm-hmm. them fit into a plot, they're going to snap <laughs> back at you. So it feels like instead they're just like, let the characters be the characters. And it yeah. seems like. They very much just said, okay, what is the most fitting end for all of these characters? And now let's make a plot that lets that happen. And I think what amazed me was how cohesive the plot that let that happen was. Because, like, the end for every character was perfect. But it fit seamlessly into this plot at the same time. Like, it's really weird. I'm Um, incredibly impressed. Like, the same mechanic that allowed them to get the stones back is what allowed Captain America to go back in time and be with Peggy. Mm -hmm. Which is, like the ultimate end for Captain America. They didn't just at the end say, by the way, time travel. It's like, no, the whole movie is built on time travel and that's what allowed him to do that. Like, say, it was just so they did say, They did say, by the way, time travel at the very beginning when Tony's like, oh, I by the way, time travel. But, you know. Oh, they did do that. Yes, but I'm saying, no, I mean, they didn't at the end of the movie like, okay, we want right. Captain America like, to be able they, to go that, back that, to Peggy. That wasn't like a shoehorned mechanic in to let Captain America live life with Peggy in the right. 40s. Like, right. It was the whole concept of the movie, and it naturally allowed for that, you know, beautiful ending. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So there were so many little examples of that of where, like, they, the plot kind of stealthily, like, set all this up while feeling like a cohesive plot on its own Mm -hmm. at the same time. So I was so impressed with that, and I, I don't know. I feel like all the characters were just perfectly done. I, I just left it like you said, Stephen. Like I have no critique for this. Like. Yes, you wrote the characters better than I could have. You wrote this whole ending better than I could have. Normally, I have at least some kind of critique where I'd be like, eh, I think that was kind of where it started stumbling. But it's like, this one is just like, no, 
I think you 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 did it. You darn did it and oh, did the I can, impossible. Uh, I can throw you some critiques if you want. Go for it. Because by all means. Super didn't really enjoy the first two hours of the movie. Um, oh, so, interesting. Yeah. So Stephen, you don't actually you don't actually know exactly what I don't like about the movie because I told Brian, not you. Although I even told Brian very mm -hmm. nonchalantly because I don't know yet. in detail. Right. So okay. For me, I I really enjoy I, I enjoy comic books. Um, or the comic book stories, I suppose. I don't read comics, but I, you know, I watch the movies. Mm -hmm. um, I, I enjoy them for the power fantasy within them. I, I enjoy, mm -hmm. like, like I told I, Stephen, I told Brian when when Thor goes, "You want me to put the hammer down?" and he hits Captain America's shield, and it's this this insane like dwarm uh -huh. of two things that are impossibly strong hitting each other. Um, I love that. I love that. The, I the love rush that. of that. Oh, what is going to happen when these two things connect, and then they do, and it's. Insane. Yeah, and like, like at the very end of Infinity War, when Thanos is is got most of the stones, and he's like, when when Thanos fights Tony on Mars or whatever, wherever they are, mm -hmm. the, the planet they're Except on, the that's planet. the coolest scene of all Marvel movies ever. And then he comes down to Earth, and it's like, that's even cooler somehow. It's like, oh no, mm -hmm. they just up top themselves. I love that conflict of impossible mm -hmm. odds versus unstoppable object. Like, I love it. Mm -hmm. um, the was not at all what Endgame was. No, literally. oh my god, not there even wasn't. close. Like um, I said, there wasn't more than one or two minutes of action for two yeah. hours. Yeah, and it's like you have moments where it's like Thor revisits Asgard, but he's old and fat and crying about his mother, <laughs> and nothing else happens. Yep, and and I, it, now it's kind of like the Beatles in this sense because mm. I respect the Beatles for what they did for music what they did for the industry there I respect their music even I don't like the Beatles at all I don't mm -hmm. like them they're boring and they they're just uninteresting but I respect what they've done yeah I thought the first two hours of Endgame were boring were uninteresting I didn't care I was I just wanted to get them to get on with it I was so not invested in this weird time travel-y loopy whatever past moments that i just was like i just get on with it do the thing get the stones <laughs> fight thanos again i can't take this um but i respect it for what it did because it did the impossible honestly with wrapping these stupid stories up um mm -hmm. yeah but man yeah. i was so bored i was it's so, so bored. funny because what you describe is how i often react to marvel action scenes like act threes of marvel movies that is typically my reaction is like please just be <laughs> you know done. it's like, now that you mention it there was only one part of this movie where my attention faltered for even a second, and that was the big fight at the, the fight scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. So it's funny how the we just come from that. The movie started when Strange opened up all the portals, dude. Yeah, that was great. That, okay. that I got opening, chills. That wasn't the part oh, I got bored about. That was incredible. And then, so good. And then they all started fighting, and then Peter had his moment with 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 uh, with Iron Man. And yeah. Then, and then they, 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 everything was going bad, and then Captain Marvel goes and blows up the <laughs> ship, and then and then Thanos puts the takes the Soul Stone and punches Captain Marvel in the face. It's so yeah. cool. Why couldn't the whole yeah. have been like that? <laughs> you got that in infinity war you already got a whole movie I, of that but that but okay so that's that's a, a big an interesting point they set up i think okay they for me set yeah. up expectations really badly yep. yeah um, because yeah, they did yeah. what i was expecting was and i had yep. a glimmer of this happening in the very beginning when they're like well, let's just go kill thanos 
Yeah. And of course, he's a farmer and they just cut his head off. Yeah. Um, that when when he when they did Brian, that, that was an upsetting reaction. Yeah, cut us. No, I'm saying it's so great that it completely subverted the expectations. Yeah. The, the thing that disappointed Cameron is what sold me on the movie, yeah. and that's where it's just that so was the scene where I, I'm like, oh, I am invested in this. This is going to be good. In my head, an interesting analogy, but first, Cameron, I'd like you to yeah. finish any points finish. that you had. Yeah, I just that that point was when I just like when it said five years later, and mm-hmm. by the way, my 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 theater went. The whole yeah. crowd exploded with like a yeah. gasp. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, um, um this is." Uh, all right. Oh that's no! So, it was literally so the opposite. In me. my theater, there was like breathless silence, and I was like holding my breath. Except very faintly in in the front row, I heard a little kid going five <laughs> years <laughs> later. <laughs> that was that's funny. Great. Yeah, that's great. I, like, yep. again, again, I and I and, and then once I once the shock of like, oh man, nothing's gonna mm-hmm. happen for twenty hours, um, kind <laughs> of <laughs> faded on me. I kind of was like, okay, this is this is fun. a little resentful, but I literally couldn't make myself like it. I couldn't even go oh. stop, stop, stop having expectations, Cameron. It's not gonna be the big bombastic fight scene you wanted, but it was still yeah. just so like I. That's not to say I didn't enjoy parts. I loved parts of it. Like when they mm-hmm. when they when Loki grabs the 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 cube thing and, and teleports <laughs> away was, was so hysterical. <laughs> and then when Stark meets his dad was awesome. Yeah. And then like and then but everything else was like I don't I've watched here's here's my here's my issue down to the core. I've watched twenty movies of this. Yeah. I don't want to watch this again. What I've what I've come here for is I watched oh. 20 movies of comp- of character development. I've watched them all grow. I've watched them all become who they are and solve problems and mm. and and also fight, but mostly, you know, you know, a Marvel movie is not 100% fight. It's 80%, you know, regular movie and then 20% fight. And mm. I was at this with, with this I was ready for the showdown. And what I got was mm. <laughs> I what did I get even? I got a pretty yep. lame time travel story like even just unbiasedly that eh, was pretty i actually really hate how they did the time travel thing it was like what did you hate about the time travel by the way we can time travel did you know i just figured out time travel wow amazing we can go back in time that's such a cop-out that's such it's the same thing with batman versus superman because mm-hmm. what i wanted was batman figuring out how to wit out of the fight of superman because he can't win you can't mm-hmm. beat superman mm-hmm. he's invincible it, mm-hmm. but it, instead batman went back in time and and killed batman superman in as a baby as a baby you know it's like that kind of thing time travel mm-hmm. is the ultimate cop out and so when they were like time travel and i, I went literally when they when they said they were going to time travel i was like please don't let it be time travel <laughs> that's so mm-hmm. boring and i actually like, kind of had a similar well, I, reservation. I remember that was your guess for what they would do before you saw the movie yeah like, it was the only and way i, I, I was, doing this is time travel it's because they i wish they could have figured out a solution without that wasn't involving time travel and they could have if they hadn't written thanos to blow up the infinity stones immediately like that mm-hmm. was a, a conscious conscious decision they made and i get it but i really think mm-hmm. it's a cop-out i was just man come on time tra- really every movie I, I, and their I mom does time travel point on paper it sounds like that but i think they did a pretty clever job of like Everyone knew it's like time travel, really, and like they went through all the experimentation, and um, I think it was pretty neat how they finished it up. I would definitely prefer that than like we had to get the stones back. It's like that's what all or, the movies or, were about, <laughs> or just maybe something else different that's actually interesting. Like mm-hmm. maybe Thanos does blow up the stones. Okay, 
we have to figure out some other way of doing this. Like maybe what if they went into a different alternate dimension with with Strange's power because he can see seven hundred thousand dimensions and and something like well, I don't know something. I, I would agree with you, Cameron, that time travel on a you know come up with an original idea that you wouldn't have thought of isn't great. But like I feel like. <sighs> A lot of other ideas would be, let's explore new territory. Let's go, um, you know, like you said, go to an alternate dimension. Let's go to a new planet. Let's uh, go to a new thing. But what I think what was really clever about time travel is like in a concluding paragraph of an essay, what you don't want to do is start introducing new things. So in their concluding paragraph of the last 10 years, they said, let's relive what's happened already. And it was like this cathartic like recap of what Marvel had been up until this point. So it's like, all right. Thor Dark World happened, and oh right, Asgard used to exist, and oh right, we get to see 2012 Avengers again. So like, yeah, time travel itself was kind of lame and dumb, and even the characters kind of knew that, but how it allowed you to relive these last 10 years, I thought was really clever from like a closure standpoint. No, I get that. running off to some new planet would be kind of just useless. Like, okay, I, why are we focusing on new things? We kind of well, want to no, wrap up existing stuff. I don't, I, man... I get that, but they sacrificed an interesting story to get that nostalgia. Sure. And that's sure. unacceptable to me. Like, mm -hmm. that's... that's Like, what was interesting about the story? Like, the fact that they snapped and half the people were dead? Because I'm not, I'm not sure there was that much interesting story there. That's a crazy interesting story. What are we talking about? Well, like, you snapped and half I mean, the people are dead. I mean, that is a compelling dead. setting, like... You, like, like that's a com what is the compelling way out of that? You find a magic object to I'm bring them back? I'm not a writer. I don't know. I don't I mean, have I, any I, Aaron has, yeah. has like a point here where he's like, I know it's an impossible to deliver on setting. Half mm -hmm. the world is dead. But just imagine being in the writer room and someone says like, time travel. Yeah, I would have said, no, don't <laughs> do time travel. Like, I agree yeah. with you, Cameron. I, I would normally be agreeing with you. But having seen it, I just fell into the into the magical spell that they cast, and I loved yeah. it. You know, it was yeah. just the perfect amount of humor and sincerity and superhero yeah. goop. Man, again, like, please don't get me wrong. The moment to moments specific yeah. parts are awesome. Like there were so many laugh out loud moments in the entire movie. It was written really yeah. well. And yeah, it was, was good. Good to dialogue yeah. specifically, and then so yeah. To to your point, I had the same reaction when they when he brought up time travel. I'm like, please say this is them trying to grasp at straws again and they're just getting increasingly desperate and this doesn't work out because i don't want it to be yeah. time travel. See, I, really that's what I, I was that wanting reaction. in my brain i wanted them to go time travel we can maybe we can do time travel and they try it and they fail mm -hmm. because time travel's stupid and impossible yeah. and, and they like, have no, to use their wits and figure something else out yeah. but instead it was just tony going i've done it literally that i yeah. literally groaned yeah. i literally groaned when tony's yeah. like i just figured out time travel <laughs> yeah that was that was i, I agree that wasn't that was a little silly but um, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm just kind of shrugging my shoulders. I'm like, you're right. On paper, that's a bad idea, but they pulled it off beautifully, and like, yeah. I liked it. So now, that's all fair, and I think that goes back to my Beatles analogy, where yeah. I do not, I do, I appreciate it, but man, do I not like it? And I wish. But the thing that to listen to something else. <laughs> yeah, the thing that I absolutely just have to give you entirely is they set up expectations of Infinity War being crazy action, and a very, very natural place to go from there is. It is time for part two. It is time for crazier. It's action. time to avenge. And like if he's that taken half is, the world. Right. If that is your expectation going into it, it is a supremely disappointing movie. Yeah. Because it did not deliver on that. And you it's know, not like the, it's so not the, like crazy action is a bad thing. That wouldn't have been a bad way to take the movie. It's not what I would have chosen. And if they would have done that, I would have left incredibly disappointed. But it it was um 
it was not that. And so it would be very disappointing if that's something I, I that think that they, so the analogy I was thinking about before was, yeah. Cameron, like, uh, I remember us having a pretty big dis- disagreement about Age of Ultron. Your reaction mm-hmm. or anyone's reaction, just one's reaction to the safe house scene from Ultron. Mm-hmm. I think how you feel about that scene will reflect largely how you feel about this movie. Uh, can you remind me what my what I said about the the that safe house scene? Did I say I, it was? Did I, I hold on? Think, did I say it was a weird interruption into the movie and I didn't like it? I think you said it was incredibly boring and off putting. Okay, that makes sense. I, I I think I still agree with that point. At um, least, but it, it's even just kind like of a, theoretically, a microcosm sort of analogy. Like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like, because that what that scene was was a it was a a like shockingly um subversive left turn. Like suddenly, all these superheroes and gods are standing around in this very real, like picturesque <laughs> little house, and they're all just standing. Nothing there. is happening, and suddenly everything's quiet. It's not a superhero movie anymore. Like the characters are just having like relationship issues, and they're talking about their superpowers and afraid of the super world around them. But it's suddenly a character drama, and it catches you right. off guard. That is what this movie was like from the very first scene. It felt like the safe house scene. So well, literally, it was like his house. the first second <laughs> God, that, that was started, rough. it yeah. it recalled the safe house, and I'm like, I I'm, I'm going to love this movie. Mm-hmm. No, and no, listen, I man, <clears throat> again, I honestly think I would have, I would have been okay with the majority of it if it had gone a different direction by like out by like minute 20 like that first intro mm. intro 20 minutes like listen i'm not opposed yeah. to just having a break in the middle of a movie i thinking back mm-hmm. about my words about ultron i i see the point of it it's 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 about it's about a breather it's about t- taking a break from the mm-hmm. insane fighting we're doing because we're gonna have more insane fighting later it didn't have mm-hmm. more insane fighting later end game no it, it, it was it was that mm-hmm. for yeah. way too long because even when they were teleporting around to places they Nothing was happening fights. still. Yep. Like, and I, I don't say I need fight scenes all the time either. Mm-hmm. Just anything happening, anything, anything happening, please. Just any sort of interesting thing happening. And all it was was people talking. It was like an yeah. episode of Gilmore Girls without yeah. quite as much wit. Um, yeah. And it's not. It's it's not why I came here to watch superheroes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, that, I think that is fair... that is the fair critique of this movie, and that's exactly what I said to Stephen and Abigail after I saw it. I'm like. There was a ludicrously small amount of action in this movie. Like, that was a brave, stupid, whatever choice they made to put <laughs> the hallmark of these movies basically did not exist for three-fourths of this movie. I think um, that I think weird. that this is what they did. Like, Cameron, you know, you said you've gone through these movies of that are mostly character development, and you were waiting for the payoff. Yeah. To me, I I feel like I sat through so many decent action movies with just a bunch of dumb action hanging on those rare character moments. And this was the payoff. Like (laughs) that is exactly my perspective. And I think that I think they mostly made the right call by saying (sighs) people are ultimately following these movies because they've fallen in love with the characters and we're going to pay homage to like that with one they, giant big epic scene in the end and i'm guessing that most yeah. people like because they're so into the characters 
that's probably why it's getting no, that general my, my, my opinion is my opinion is absolutely in the minority um all of my because mm-hmm. I, I saw i saw it not with but during yeah all my friends got out at the same exact time mm-hmm. um and so they were all like yeah and the last thing before everyone went to bed was like i, I said i don't I didn't really like it that much and they were all like excuse me uh, yeah no, um, people love this movie th- i'm seeing it from other people as well i think yeah. they could have done both of those things steven mm-hmm. um and I was thinking the same thing because I was thinking I'm like there are like even keeping the plot they had if they wanted to throw action scenes in there were they could have had like the Avengers in 2012 all notice what was going on and have a giant fight scene of the Avengers versus the Avengers for example which would have been a pretty cool action scene like there were ways they could have had ridiculous awesome action scenes in the middle of that movie even with the plot that they had I don't want them. Like I probably would have liked the movie less if they had them in there. I think, but there was I don't totally know. a way they could I, I have I kind of disagree with you now that I think about it because I think part of the almost dreamlike special—I'm not saying nothing would have been lost. Like, I'm just saying there was a way to do of both. The movie um, was elevated so much by not following. I- the like flow of action then calm action then no calm. It i was i like i actually agree with you steven and, and that's mm-hmm. because i i can understand that this movie set out to do a specific thing and it nailed it i get it i totally yeah. do yeah i just i just don't like it because of it yeah. um and in the and then you even get to the final finale where it's like the insane action scene and it wasn't as good as the action scene from infinity war so uh-huh. i just i felt i left i left the theater feeling hollow which sucked, and then and then as I thought about it, I was like, "Well, man, I, I definitely still enjoyed the fact that my the characters I've been watching for ten years got a perfect send off, and it definitely moved me because I was literally crying." Um, <laughs> but I just still was like, "That was a lot of that's, that's a little bit of a, a little bit of a letdown." You know what else is a little bit of a letdown? The fact that I lost the last third of my file. So this episode is now lost to time, or at least uh, this last bit of it. Um, we just talked about Avengers some more, though most of the important stuff was in that uh, conversation you had up until this point. So until next time, we will see you later. Later.